return of a live studio audience. We have before us the opportunity to forge for ourselves and for future generations a new world order. And now, your host and guide through the grime, Strange Investigations. Hi, this is Strange Investigations with Real News Now. <clears throat> My name is William Rail, also known as Strange Investigations on Twitch, uh, YouTube, Rumble, Odyssey, uh, and BitChute. I'm also on Facebook as well. Um, I'm everywhere. I'm everywhere. Um, <clears throat> and the reason... I chose to do this is I feel it's kind of crucial right now. Not only have I been asked um, plenty of times to do a podcast about um, everything that I've discovered over the years, um, what's kind of currently going on, things like this, and uh, different cases that have been taking place. I decided it's time. Thing is, I mean, I stand for truth, justice, and freedom. You know, regardless of what nation um, or political affiliation somebody is, I stand for truth, justice, and freedom, just straight up. I am very, very pro-American for the most part. Like I said, there are some things that sometimes I don't back my, my country's choices on things. But overall, that is what I do support for the most part is pro-America. Uh, and truth, justice, and freedom. So, but I do want everybody that's listening to also hear the complete truth on things and not just a biased side. So, we're not going to just take CNN's word on anything, right? We're not going to take Fox News on anything, right? And just take them at face value. No, absolutely not. We're going to go and actually delve really, really far down into whatever the headline may be that we are reporting on. We are going to delve far, far harder than they ever probably would or could, uh, because they're biased. You know, they have they have a ton of bias on this. So either be um, left wing ideology or right wing ideology. Regardless of that, it's better to have the full truth rather than just a one sided uh, stance on things. So, but um, everything we're kind of going to be going over. That's same kind of <laughs> we're going to be going over. Um, is either going to be concerning or directly about United States um, or global events that are either going to be political, military-related, criminal investigations, or science and or technology-related. Um, and, you know, of course, I do have my own bias in some things, but the stories themselves, they will be completely unbiased. 
However, because I do have bias in some things, I might throw out some little jokes here and there that are going to be completely biased for the most part. But, you know, they're all in fun and games. I'm not meaning to be harsh, but I do realize that um, the truth is sometimes very, very hard to swallow. It's quite the pill at times. Um, you know, be, whether it be red pill, black pill, white pill, whatever, um, all sorts of different kinds of hard pills to swallow. And I'd rather, you know, pull a Mary Poppins, if you will, and get a little sugar in there. So that way it's uh, a little sweeter, a little easier to take, you know. I mean, once again, don't take my jokes too personally. <laughs> so, um, but kind of how this is going to go, um, it's going to be a once a month type of podcast uh, for the time being. Um, I'm not sure if or when that'll ever change, but it'll be um, at the end of every month. So it's either going to be like the 30th, uh, never going to be on the 31st, but it'll be the 30th or in the case of February, uh, months like that, um, it will be the 28th. So... Um, and then it'll be from 12 p.m. till 1.30 p.m. Um, I'm still trying to understand this whole thing. I'm not sure if this is live and you guys can only hear me directly. But if you guys can, then great. But this is when I'll be doing my recording for it. So, um, But there, there's a ton of news we're going to be getting to today. Um, a lot of the stuff I'm going to probably just kind of just get you guys the news. Just bam, 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 bam. Uh, hard-hitting facts. Things like that. Um and then I'll have a little commentary about said topic. And today we have approximately, let's see, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, to- nine oh, ten topics today we have to go over. So, oh, I can't believe I didn't adjust that. <laughs> okay, yikes. Um, but there's a ton of things we're going to be talking about here. Um, But we're going to kind of start off with September and then move our way toward present time and just uh, so that we're all caught up. And this is this is how it'll work every single month. Uh, We're going to go from beginning of the month all the way to current. Uh, Sometimes we will be going back really far for proof. Uh, You guys will see later in the show when we discuss uh, China and Taiwan and China and Japan um, and that entire predicament that's going on over there. So, but just be forewarned that's going to be kind of the direction so things might look like they're kind of you know going you know kind of up and down up and down about topics but really it's just about time is when this is kind of going on so so first topic of the day is fda is banning um n i cannot say the word to save my life but i'm gonna try n acetylcysteine which is also known as nac Um, and that was actually approved as a drug in 1963. Okay. But they're banning this thing. Okay. Just, I'm going to go over the bullet points and just kind of breeze over it. And you guys will kind of get how this, this is all going to work. So once again, approved as a drug in 1963, it's uh, highly effective as a component in improving immune health and increases serotonin levels, which can help with depression. Uh, can also help with sleep as well. Just kind of got to be careful with it because, uh, there's all sorts of different kinds of um, complications that can come from taking too much, essentially. Um, according, and this is according to the U.S. Um, National Library of Medicine and the NIH. Okay, so this is directly from their website about it. Um, and the FDA is banning it from being sold in dietary supplements. Now, just to kind of give you guys kind of the... Uh, 
a heads up on this thing. This thing, there's been plenty of doctors who've come out about this, um, this drug, and it being used um, to actually help improve immune health. The thing is, they brought it up with COVID, which is the problem here. That big C word there um, gets people banned left and right, right? Um, well, the thing is with that, it's a lot of doctors are coming out directly about it, saying this is actually good. Um, it can actually help fight it off to some degree because it's going to help boost your immune health. And we're seeing that when people get COVID, the ones that are going to be most affected are going to be those with things like diabetes. Um, what was the other one? High, uh, high blood pressure. Um, you know, other kind of comorbidities, right? So they're going to be under, they're going to be conditions that... They could either be underlying or just a straight up their condition. Uh, and then, of course, you know, we got the hospitals which are claiming, you know, that, oh, these are COVID death cells. But we know they're not 100%. We know that um, doctors have come out about this. Nurses have come out about this. So we know the numbers are being skewed to some degree. But that's the big thing here is we want to pay attention to is, well, why was ivermectin being posted as uh a good way to go and help fight it off. Why was uh, hydroxychloroquine? Why was you know? Why are all these these things being um, pushed as they're helping? But then all of a sudden we get bans and we get restrictions and all this. Well, the reason being is because well, big pharma. You know, and that's the one thing I want everybody to pay attention to. This is not. This is all fact here. We know this because we can see this all the way dating back to the Rockefellers um, when they first got involved with. Um, you know, with the medical industry and big pharma, they're pushing their petroleum-based pills and medicines. And we see that as what the problem is because they didn't want any kind of natural uh, healing. Um, and once again, cures are not profitable. That's the one thing we want to take away from this is cures are not profitable here. Um, and that's why big pharma is such a scam, right? I will never support big pharma. I will never support big government. There's a lot of things I will never support that are big, right? Um, except for big brain people, um, individuals that support, you know, big people that support truth, justice, and freedom. Those are people, those are big things I will definitely support every time, but big pharma does not support that. Big government does not support that. So things to consider, right? Um, but that's, that's basically what's kind of going on with that is we got the FDA ban and this and why it's because big pharma, they fully support the FDA. Why? Because we know that they're, um, they call they're lobbying the FDA, the FDA. They want them to kind of go with their agenda. We know that's been going on for years. So, but this is, this is the reason it's being banned is because it, it actually helps. Now, this isn't medical advice for me. This is, these are things you can directly find on, not only on um, the NLM or the National Library of Medicine uh, or the NIH. Um, you can see this through YouTube. There's several doctors. These are all doctors. Keep this in mind. This is not my information. This is information um, from doctors and other credible sources. They're saying this is directly going to help. Okay, so this is not my my diagnosis, my, none of that. No, this is not my knowledge. This is thing. These are things I have gathered. I have scoured the internet to go and get all the information about it just to basically make sure it's complete and true. So 
So if you're going to look up anything, look into the FDA banning it. Look into the um, look into what um, NAC does. You know, and this can directly it'll take you to the the National Library of Medicine and the NIH. It will take you to both. First page, no problem. It'll take you right there. Whether you Google or DuckDuckGo or any other search engine, that's where it will take you. And they're all going to say that. So no need to ban me on that. They're uh, you know whatever. <laughs> whatever, um, for whatever reason, there's no need to ban or anything like this. Is it's all directly from credible sources? So, yeah, I got to be careful of that because people get banned left and right on things. So, um, next topic of the day, we're going to be going over the Kyle Rittenhouse case, which also September tw- uh, 2021. And the reason this is going to be something I will get into right after, but I'm just going to cover the facts yet again. Um, a lot of things this is covering because you're going to see some double standards here in just a few minutes so but just to give the facts so Kyle Rittenhouse defended himself against Joseph Joseph Rosenbaum after being attacked by not only Joseph Rosenbaum but uh, other rioters Uh, I'm not going to call them peaceful protesters they definitely were not peacefully protesting Um, raging there was fires there was I mean there was violence everywhere there was riot police called specifically because they were breaking things they were attacking I mean it was it was bad but uh this is after he was attacked so he opened fire against his attackers uh and he ended up uh, ending Joseph Rosenbaum's life Uh, this uh, Rosenbaum decided also as a felon he wanted to go and uh um disarm Rittenhouse and take him with his gun and um, potentially even use it against him. We're not really sure what he was going to do, but it could be assumed. Um, especially if you're trying to disarm somebody, it could be assumed. Um, but once again, it's just an assumption. It's not 100% correct necessarily, but it's something that, um, you know, in the heat of the moment and with how violent things were, I still think it's um, pretty viable to assume. But the media attacked Rittenhouse based on what they claimed his ideology was, which was the Proud Boys. They believed he was working with them or working alongside them for this event and or for this uh, this riot and all this, you know, to go and stave off the rioters. But that's actually untrue. Uh, the media claimed that Rittenhouse crossed state lines, which is really, it's only a, roughly about a 15-minute drive from Antioch to Kenosha. So, I mean, Antioch, yeah, it is crossing state lines, yes, but it's like a 15-minute drive. You know, it's not like he was traveling a long distance. He really wasn't. Uh, he transported his own firearm. We know that's not true. And then used said firearm to attack the quote-unquote peaceful protesters. We know they were rioters. Simply put, they were were looking at Antifa and Black Lives Matters. Um, I don't support either organization at all. These are not people, these are not groups that support America. They are not groups that are supporting freedom, truth, or justice. No, they smear all of those things. So I'll never be able to back them. They've got either Marxist or communist ideologies, and not, if not socialist ideologies, but still regardless, close enough. <laughs> um, and of course, the same media sources that were also claiming all these things, eh, they're, they're, that he, they're basically trying to say that he should have been um, tried for multiple felonies which he really shouldn't. It was self-defense. It wasn't his weapon, right? So he didn't transport it anyways. Um, you know, and he was even helping someone. He was rendering first aid at the scene. You know, he was 
he was just making, he just wanted to defend the small businesses, which, you know what, I, I commend him for that. That's a good idea. You know, these small businesses, honestly, they should have been up on top of their buildings, you know, seriously, just defending their business. You know, oh yeah, you got insurance, who cares? No, defend it still. That's still your livelihood, you know, because insurance only covers so much. So I, I understand. I completely understand a business that wants to defend itself, you know, and take up arms against rioters and all this. I totally agree. Um, and the prosecution, this is where it gets really juicy. Prosecution claimed the Rittenhouse was acting alongside the Proud Boys. Again, they got this directly from the media. They're, this is, I'm just going to just breeze over this and I'll explain what this is. It's really nasty. Um, so prosecution claimed that Rittenhouse was acting alongside the Proud Boys at the riots without evidence. Yeah, they had nothing for them. Um, the prosecution also brought forth irrelevant information to try and continue to tarnish Rittenhouse, such as a video in which Rittenhouse hit a teenage female who was in a physical altercation with Rittenhouse's sister. Irrelevant doesn't look good still, but it's irrelevant. They're just trying to tarnish. Uh, Although not a good look for Rittenhouse, it was completely irrelevant to the case, and the judge threw the claims out completely, saying, what do they have to do with this? They are completely irrelevant. They have nothing to do with this case at all. And then he even asked, did they have evidence for, uh, you know, said, um, you know, well, some, the, the claim they, they made about uh, the Proud Boys, you know, about him working alongside the Proud Boys. Proud Boys weren't even there that day. I mean, there's been plenty, to sub- way too much to actually support the fact they weren't there. But yet he was working alongside them. Hmm. This this was all used to smear Rittenhouse in front of the jury. It's all it was to tarnish the hell out of his name, to make him seem like he's just this gung ho vigilante, you know, working alongside the Proud Boys, right? And of course, you know, the media doesn't like the Proud Boys either. I mean, I can tell you directly. I've been to different events. Um, I've been uh, to pro- to one Proud Boy event. Um, I've been, I've gone, I've gone to, unfortunately, um, a few BLM and Antifa events. Not, I didn't stay long. I was literally in, was in the area already. So I just kind of went to a, hear what they had to say and all this absolute hogwash. I'm going to tell you that. Um, they literally like, mm, they had the wrong information. They're using terrible statistics too when they try to go and convince people and people aren't doing their research. Therefore, they're just going along with it and mob mentality. It's bad. Of course, you got the upper echelon in that in those groups that are now making millions and buying houses in these in these neighborhoods, which they would they're claiming are bad people. You know, these predominantly white neighborhoods all are claiming they're bad people, but yet they're moving into these neighborhoods. Um, there's even some where they're gated communities. So why is this? Hmm. Because uh, they're taking adv- uh, they're taking advantage of these people um, and just taking their money is all they're doing. But I digress. I can go on for those guys hours, hours and hours. So uh, by this point, it is looking like the case will end with an innocent verdict for Rittenhouse. So the reason this is so crucial is because we see if you meet a certain category, even slightly, the media will smear the hell out of you. And that's not even... That's not even like a... I guess it's not even a um, assumption. No, this is true in every sense of the word. You look at anybody that meets this criteria they look at, somebody that leads 
you know, leans a little more like they want to defend their business, you know, especially against, you know, groups like Antifa, um, you know, BLM, things like that, then, you know, they're, they're bad people. You know, they want, you know, they, once again, we're seeing, they did not push the skin color um, agenda like they have been um, as much on this, but they do from time to time push that. Don't ever buy into it. It's hogwash. It's complete fake news, if you will, you know, to quote Donald Trump. It's, it's inaccurate completely. So just make sure when you guys are reading the news and all this, or you guys are hearing these things, make sure to do your research on these things. You know, are, are these media sources, are they smearing a good name or are they reporting the facts? More often than not, you're going to see smearing. And this even comes from right-leaning groups as well. This, you know, from media organizations, this will, this will happen. You know, you're going to have bias to some degree on some things here, but you know, it doesn't, you know, just try to ignore it. If you will, just move past that. You know, you may not like, you know, for instance, the current administration, but read what they have to say, read their transcripts, read, you know, listen what they have to say and then pick it apart. Right. What does this mean? Now do it without bias. And it's not hard to do if you just look at it and just kind of look at it, you know, from that standpoint, you know, sometimes it might take 15 seconds. It could take 15 hours. But breaking things apart, sometimes these things you'll find ulterior motives. And then you can kind of go after it. Is this reported? Do they have bias, right? You know, you can look at these things. So, um, and next, I'm just going to breeze over because this hit the news. It's, you know what? It's vandalism. That's all I can say. You know, um, it's, I don't agree with this at all. I don't agree with. You know, I don't think a person needs to die ever. But once again, this entire case is... Ugh, it's a strange one. It's its straightforward, but media pushes it like it's... It's very, very... Um, you know, bad cop. You know, innocent criminal, if you will. Um, but George Floyd, his statue was defaced in New York by a, um, a passerby. And just threw some, looked like paint, just threw some paint at it. Um, you know, I, I don't, I don't even think there should have been a statue. You know, the guy was, there's nothing really worthy of praising with this guy. You know, um, he's a criminal. We don't need to be supporting criminals. We don't need to be, um, pushing to make the memory of them, you know, above that of like, you know, our founders or things like this, you know, this, this guy is not comparable to Martin Luther King or Malcolm X, not even, com not even slightly, you know, he was high out of his mind when he died, you know, um, there's been plenty to go around and actually say directly, what was the cause of his death? Oh, he was high. He literally overdosed. He died from being overdosed. This is directly what happened. So, you know, did the, you know, did the officer need to have his, um, knee where he did, it made no difference. Um, if you guys have never, if you guys have never watched Steven Crowder, highly suggest that he did a video on it. Um, I think it was like last year or earlier this year, maybe it was earlier in the summer, but he did a video where he literally got himself into the same position. You know, I mean, he had, I would argue more weight on him than Floyd did. And yeah, he wasn't high obviously because you know, he's 
you know, he's a good Samaritan. He's a good citizen. So, uh, <laughs> you know, he is not breaking any laws there. Just saying. Um, but he, it wasn't, I mean, if you watch the video, he wasn't directly on his neck. Like people are claiming he was not. So does it restrict breathing to some degree, a little bit, but nothing really that serious. He could breathe and he had more weight on him. I mean, that, that says a lot right there and as far as I'm concerned. But the guy was also high off his ass and he was even complaining in the body cam footage that he was actually having trouble breathing. Um, did he truly resist arrest? Um, he was panicking for his life, so kind of, but it was because of the drugs. He was having trouble breathing. So, but do I think that his statue needed to be defaced? Well, I don't think there should have been a statue in the first place, but, um, no, it's still vandalism. So, you know, there's that. Uh, the next thing we're going to go over is this actually took place. Now, this is long period of time when this happened, um, but there's just recent news on this. So it's, uh, but it's Operation Dunder Mifflin. Now you guys may recognize the name from The Office. No, this is, uh, this is just literally just who, this is the operation name because it takes place in Scranton, uh, Pennsylvania. So, you know, all jokes aside on that, I'll get to those jokes in a second, but, <laughs> oh, Scranton and, and, uh, Joe. <laughs> oh man. But this took place from August 2nd this year to September 17th this year. So US, uh, the U.S. Marshals were trying to go and verify the addresses of convicted sex offenders living in and or around uh, Scranton, Pennsylvania. Well, they found 13 in violation of sex offender registration laws. Nine were already arrested and four are still being sought after. Well, this is happening everywhere. We're seeing... All sorts of this kind of crap going on, if you will. You know, these sex offenders being within range of schools, um, you know, in areas where children go, like playgrounds and parks, things like where they should not, these guys should not be. So there's a long list of places these, these types of people cannot go uh, or be, and they were still within range so before still being sought after so i'm assuming those will probably be arrested here pretty soon and next we have the kentucky human trafficking sting and that was in it was a uh, later in september i believe it was but it was 21 victims which is including two children were rescued so this is good news here i'm not sure if this was tied directly in with operation dunder mifflin um but it there was a multi-state sting but this one was directly what they recovered in kentucky so good on the U.S. Marshals and uh, local law enforcement for the rescue on that. That's fantastic. All right. Now we're going to get into more recent stuff. So now we have the Arlington School shooting, uh, which took place on October 6th. Um, so the shooter was identified as 18-year-old Timothy Simpkins, and he's currently a student at Timberview High School. And this all started after a scuffle. Uh, he got into a fight um, based on what the parents were saying. He was bullied. He was fighting. If you watch the, the video, it does appear like Mifflin was actually, or not Mifflin, but um, Simpkins was actually the person fighting back. He looked like he was the person on top. But I, it's hard to say if it really was or not. Um, once again, you look at you know his haircut at the time of um, his arrest, and then you know and his release, and then you look at the video, and it does appear like that is the length of his hair and all that. So, 
you know, not to mention, you know, the body shape and all this is build. I mean, there's a lot of things going into it, but you know, they're, you know, the police are saying that they can't really say for sure. Not really sure if this was directly those two, you know, if it was two people from the school fighting or not. It, I'm going to go on a limb and just say, yeah, no, it is. It's, he was at least one of those guys there. Um, both those guys were really small guys, very, very small frames. Um, they weren't very big at all. Height-wise, they look like they're probably a little taller than the average, so average male, you know, um, you know, in that in that age range. So, but um, Simpkins ended up injuring four students with one victim shot four times, and two of the victims are still hospitalized even today. Uh, Simpkins was released the following day after the shooting after posting the seventy-five thousand dollar bail. This is the first school shooter in history. That was released right after the shooting. Was able to post bail and everything. It's a lot of money to go and post bail with. So I'm, I'm curious as to where that money came from. For one, um, that's a lot of money. The average American doesn't have that kind of money just lying around like that. Let's be honest. So when it comes down to this kind of money, getting it following day, bam, bam, bam. Something seems off. Right? And I've, I've got a feeling we're going to get some follow-up on that story, and it's going to be some some sketchy things, kind of like uh, you know, BLM and uh, Antifa rioters that were being bailed out of jail. Well, not to mention the other thing that's kind of going on is um, there's some very, very inherent racism going on. I've been noticing with, um, with Twitter and Facebook and all this about um, some... Uh, some really bad, bad ideology going on. People saying, you know, it's a school shooter. Oh, you know, it's, you know, uh, what was the line exactly? It was something along the lines of, oh, it must be some kind of like, you know, white kid or it must be some kind of a, a white supremacist or something along those lines. You know, the usual thing that people are always trying to go and push. You know, when I say people, I mean, left-leaning individuals usually push this. So, and when I do mean left-leaning, I mean, like, pretty left-leaning. Um, usually very pretty far to the left. Um, oh, man, I can only record a half an hour. So we're going to go and uh, leave it there, and we're going to start another recording here in a few seconds. But, yeah, um, they basically were trying to say that, oh, no, it's, in quote-unquote, it's a person of color messed up to say anyways and uh b school shooter is a school shooter come on lefties 